Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Kiddushin daf Yud Ches. We left off on daf Yud Zayin Amid Beis, about 12 lines from the end of the page. At Amma Rava Dvar Torah Ovid Chav Miyarish Zaviv. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Le'a Shalom, as well as by Avishai Newman in honor of all of the Daf Zoom listeners, in honor of all of you. So uh, the, uh, what we're going to discuss today is the following. So first we're going to have a discussion about Yerusha for Goyim and for Gerim. Is there such a din of Yerusha for uh, non-Jews? And what about a Gerbi? being Yoresh, his non-Jewish relatives, his non-Jewish parents. And uh, the Gemara is going to bring three different sources for the idea that a Goy is Yoresh, that a non-Jew is Yoresh. Then the Gemara is going to discuss the differences between, the Bryce is going to just speak broadly about the differences between the way an Eved goes out of slavery and the way an Amma goes out. And then it's going to start going through the details of those differences. We're going to have a discussion under which circumstances could an Eved be be sold twice. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether a father can give his daughter over twice, whether twice as a Shivcha, if she comes back from her Shivchas, can he sell her again? Twice as an Isha. Shivcha Sachar Ishus, Isha Sachar Shivchas, meaning the two things that the father has a right to give his daughter over for, for Ishus and for Shivchas, can, uh, you know, what combinations can he do that more than once? Is that ever possible to do more than once? Then the Gemara Namad Beis is going to discuss what Yiud accomplishes. When Namivria is sold, there's such a concept called Yiud, which is that the master takes her for a wife, or, to, or the master's son takes her for a wife. So does that mean that she has Kiddushin, or does that mean that she has Nisuin? The Gemara is going to have two rayos, whether Yiud is Kiddushin Osa or Nisuin Osa. So let's begin. Twelve lines from the end of the page. The halacha is, Rav says, Mida Oraisa, a non-Jew... Will inherit his father, uh, who's also a non-Jew. because the pasuk says, "By Nevedivri, who is sold to a non-Jew, v'chishevim konehu." So we're medayik that it's dafka. Um, it's with the person who bought him that we make a cheshbon if he wants to go free before this man. But below, im yorshe konehu. It's a gzeres hakasov that a Nevedivri that's sold to a nachri does not work for the yorshim at all, and therefore you're not going to have to make such a cheshbon with yorshe konehu in order to let him out. But that implies that that's even a possibility. The fact that I need a mute to tell me that he doesn't work for the Yarshim implies that there's such a thing as Yarshim by, uh, by a Nachri. In uh, Pri Yitzchak, in the Chuvah's Pri Yitzchak, in Chelek Beis, in Samach, he points out that you see from here, from the fact that a guy is Yorish Asav of Minatora, that even by Goyim we say Achir Ab Nahatos, that we follow the Rove. Because how do you know that anybody is the son of any father? The son of a mother, we know that he came out of her body, so we know that it's a Son, he's the son of his mother. But the only way that we know paternity uh, prior to DNA tests and things like that, the only way that they would know paternity is because Rov Bi'ilo Sacharabal, that we assume that Rov of uh, the children that a married woman has come from the husband that she's, uh, that she's with, because uh, Rov of the Bios that she has are with the, uh, with the husband. So we see that that Chazaka, says the Pri Yitzchak, works for a Nachri as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't have Dinim of Yerusha in Torah. And then another Din, Ger, while it's true that a Nachri will inherit his father on a Daraisa level, a Ger only inherits his father on a Durabanan level. But Midaraisa does not inherit his non Jewish father. 
because we have a, we, we can prove this din from a Mishnah in the sixth parak of Maseches Demai, where the Mishnah says that if you have two brothers who were non-Jews and then one of them was Megayer and then their non-Jewish father died and now they both uh, want to collect Yerusha so Ger the convert can say to his non-Jewish brother you know when we split the estate why don't you take all the things that I'm not allowed to take you'll take the Avodazara and I'll take money you'll take the wine collection which is all bunch of Yainesach I'm not allowed to take Vani Peros and I'll take Peros corresponding to that Yainesach however uh, that he's not allowed to say that uh, uh, he's only allowed to say that calls man that he didn't uh, take any of the nechasim. But Mishabol Rishus Ger Aser. Once the Avodazara uh, and the Ayinesach already came into his Rishus, then he's not allowed to switch it to uh, to trade it for money or for payrolls or for things like that. So the Gemara says, how do we see from here that a Ger is not Yorish his father Min HaTorah? Because we Raisa. If you hold that a Ger is Yorish his father Mido Raisa Kilo Rishusanami, then even if the Nechassim did not yet come into his Roshos, he should not be allowed to, to, uh, to say, I'll take the Peros and you take the Ayinesech, I'll take the money and you take the Avodazara. Because, because when he's taking, uh, when he's making these exchanges and these deals, he's, uh, he's, he's getting something in exchange for Avodazara, which is Asubana. So Chilufi Avodazara are Asubana. So the Mishnah says, you're allowed to do this though, that so long as it didn't come into Roshos, you're allowed to do that. Why? Because it must be that he's not Yorishman and therefore he's allowed to be machlif because the Chum were not misakin uh, Yerusha were only misakin Yerusha by those things that are mutter bahana'a. So the whole concept of him having Yerusha only applies to those things that are mutter bahana'a because it's a din midrabanan. If it were din midaraisa, the Yerusha would apply to everything, even things that were not uh, mutter bahana'a. So uh, says the Gemara. The reason the Chum were misakin that meaning if it's a drabanan, it means the Chum saw some sort of need to be Mesakein, that he can be Yoresh's father. Uh, so, the reason the Rabban made this Gezerah is that they were afraid if they tell a, uh, a convert that your uh, wealthy father dies and you're going to get nothing, you're not going to receive any Yerusha, that he might, uh, he might be Chozul Kulkulo, he might decide to abandon Judaism. Tosso says, and what will that do for him if he abandons Judaism? Tosso why are we Choshesh that he's being Chozul even if he's Chozer Lusuro, he has a din of a Yisrael Mumar. That's a Gemara in Yavamistaf Memzayin. And uh, he still won't be Yoresh's father, the guy. So what's going to help him to be Chozer Lusuro? Meaning, why would that uh, benefit him? So Tal says the Chashash is that he's going to think that if he's Chozer Lusuro, that he'll then have Yerusha. Not that the Halacha will be that way, or it could be that, uh, you know, he's, he's not going to observe the Halacha anymore. And uh, the people that are going to, uh, you know, they'll, they'll go with, uh, with the secular court or the secular law at that point in time and I'll uh, just abandon uh, abandon Judaism or maybe he'll just be frustrated with Judaism uh, so uh, in order to encourage him we uh, we give him this din of Yerusha Midra Banan we have a brisa that suggests 
Similarly, that Pamed when do we say that a ger can switch the Surah Hana with his non Jewish brother? That's Kishyarshu. That's when they're both Yarshu, when he's Yarshuing his father, Aval Kishanishtatfu. But if they were Shutvim that are that are dividing something, then also then the Ger cannot tell his brother, You take the Avodazara and the Yayinesek and I'll take the money and other things and payrolls and things like that, because uh, he's getting Hana from Isurah Hana in such a case. So you see that the whole reason that it's mutter to do so by Yerushalayim is because he's not really Yorish's father Minatore. He's only Yorish's father Midrabanan. So he's allowed to be Machlif with his brother, Kolzman, that it didn't yet come to his Rashus. So now another din about Yerusha of Goyim and Gerim. Ovid Chavm um, Hager, a non Jew, uh, to be to Yarshin his, his father the Ger, the Ger as Hager, or if father and son are both converts. So uh, the, a ger being yarshining, yarshining uh, his father, the ger ain't a lomi of lomi That doesn't apply at all. That's not midaraisa, not midrabanan. There's no such din of Yerusha. So we essentially have three levels. A nachri will yarshin his father on a daraisa level. If it's just a non-Jewish family, Yerusha's daraisa. A uh, ger yarshining his father takana midrabanan. But if it's a ger yarshining his ger father or a nachri yarshining his ger father, that's not midra. That's no Yerusha at all, not Midaraisa, nor Midrabanan. Ditnan, we have a right to that from the Mishnah, because love and most men are Gershon, this guy Rubanov the Imo, that Lo Yaxir Lubanov, that if a person borrowed money from a Ger who converted along with his sons, he does not return that money to the children because they are not the Yarshim. And if he did return that money to the children, the Chum don't give him any, uh, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, uh, they don't look at him any more kindly for doing so, because there was no reason to do something like that. The Me'iri writes that, uh, that, that it's not even a Midas Chasidus, that means it's, uh, it has no value at all. The Rashma says that uh, Rashi must be correct, that it's just that, uh, the, it just means to say that the Chum are not Machsik Tova to him, they don't uh, tell him, they don't give him a pat on the back, but no one gets upset at him from the fact that the Gemara says Ein ruacham menu, and it does not say ruacham ein anochei menu. Ruacham ein anochei menu would mean that they're upset with you. Ein ruacham anochei menu just means the chum aren't particularly proud of you if you uh, if you do this uh, this. So there are three possibilities over here, right? If a person borrows money from a ger and the father dies and then returns the money to the child, possibility number one is that the chum are really proud of him. That's a great uh, great thing. Possibility number two is the chum aren't particularly proud of him, but they're not particularly upset at him. And possibly number three is that the Chum are really not happy with him, that they're very uh, upset with him. So Rashi understands the Chum just don't give him any favor, they're not particularly excited about this. The Mi'iri says, and therefore that means it's not even a Midas Chasidus, right? Uh, uh, the, uh, the, and, and the Rashba writes that Rashi is correct. However, the Ramban asks on this, uh, on this understanding because normally when it says in Rucham Nochem, it means he did something Kenegad Allah, it means he did something wrong. It's not just that we don't give you a pat on the back. It means that we're upset about what a person did. Um, the, 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 uh, the, the Mishnah Masecha Shavias and Tenth Parak uh, has a whole bunch of things that uh, that that uh, someone who does them that ruach uh, noche menu and uh, one of them is called makayimis tavaro. So someone who's not makayimis tavaro is 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 clearly not osa kedin. So even if someone who's just not in the category of ruach noche menu is doing against the halacha. So he says over here also it means that you're doing against 
against the din. He says, I don't know why, meaning why are the Chum getting so upset about this? Why would this matter so much that you decide to pay back instead of keeping the money for yourself? You decide to pay it back to the children of the Ger, but for some reason the Chum were unhappy about this. So the Machlokas Rishonim, whether this is in category two and category three, one thing we know for sure, they're not giving you a pat on the back. The question is, is it in the second category where they just don't care, or is it in the third category where they're really unhappy about uh, returning this money? So frankly, Marba, wait, Vatani, we have another Brisa, that they are very proud of you, says Marlokasha. Kancha Rasav Ledosu Shlobakdusha, the Mishnah that says, Ein Rocham Nochemenu is when the child was born before, before uh, there was any conversion. Whereas the Bryson says, is talking about that at the time that the mother became pregnant, his parents were Gayim, and they were Megayer before he was born. So we have to be Choshesh that if they don't, uh, that if he doesn't return the Chov of the father, people are going to think that even by Yisrael Gomer, you don't have to return the Chov to the children. So that would be very concerning, and that's why to return the Chov to the children in such a case. So now we had said, we had started the Sugi by saying, that we have a raya that a, a, a nachri can be yoresh his father so we see that that uh, that he has yorshim says Gemara two other possible sources of where we uh, that that was Rava what we said now Rabbi Chiyabar Avin is just two other possible sources of where we learn that a nachri can be yorish's father Rabbi Chiyabar Avin Amar Rabbi Yochanan of Chum Yorshes of Dvar Torah Dechsiv Ki Yerusha LeEsav Nasati as Harseir it says that Esav is yorish Harseir from Avram Avinu so we see from here that a nachri it could be Yorish's father, Minatorah. Says, Maybe uh, Yisrael Mumar is different than Anachri. Esav had a din of Yisrael Mumar, right? The whole thing is a Kiddush. Esav has a din of Yisrael. That Avram Avinu has a din of Yisrael. But uh, that Esav has a, has a din of Yisrael, a Yisrael Mumar, uh, and therefore he's able to be Yarshin his father. But we can't bring a riot from here that Anachri can be Yorish's father, Minatorah. So says, So maybe a different Pasuk would teach us that Anachri could be Yorish's father, Minatorah. Because the Pasuk says, so you see that the Din Yerusha is noheg even by Anachri. Why didn't Rabbi Chiyah want to learn like Rava did from the Pasuk of Because there is no such Pasuk. We made the Drasha Who said there's such a thing as Yarshim? Nobody. We just made that up. So that's why he didn't like it. He didn't like that Drasha because the Drasha is built off of something that doesn't say in the Pasuk. Why didn't Rava like Rabbi Chiyah our ovens limud from the bnei lot. So mishum kvodadav ram shiny. It could be that even if a nachri is not yorish his father min haTorah, but the bnei lot are yorish their father because of the kavod of Avram Avinu. So that's uh, so that's why they get uh, Yerusha. So uh, bottom line is everyone agrees that a nachri is yorish min haTorah. The question is just uh, where it comes from exactly that a nachri is yorish min haTorah. The Meiri points out that even though a nachri is yorish uh, min haTorah, uh, that's only being Yoresh, uh, his his he, he, he's Yoresh, his father, and, uh, and 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 not only his father, but Shamarishav as well. Meaning, let's say he doesn't have a father. Let's say the father doesn't have any sons when he dies. So he has nephews. He has other. So do we follow all of the Dina Yerusha that we have in uh, Yesh Nochlin in, uh, in in in, uh, in 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 the Dina Yerusha of a Jew? So the Miri says, yeah. Even if 
a guy doesn't have any children, his uh, Yerusha goes to other people, to his brothers, to, to his fathers, to whatever the dinim of Yerusha are. The Rambam writes in, uh, in Hilchos Nachlos, Parag Lachotas, that an akum is Yerusha's Oviv Dvar Torah, but Shar Yerusha Sayan, Manichno Salafim in Hagam. We just let them do what they do, meaning there is no uh, set rules of, uh, that we're going to dictate of Dine Yerusha. So Mishnah says, Manichno Salafim Hagam means because we don't find a Seder Nachlos for Nachrum. We find that there's such a din called Yerusha, that's Yerusha Saviyam. We don't find any sort of Seder Nachlos. So Menchas Chinuch writes uh, about this Magen Mishnah that uh, you see that only Yerusha Sa'av is Minatora. But Kol Shah Yerusha, like Aves Haben or Achim or Chodome, the Nachri is not Yorish Minatora. But he says he doesn't understand why the Ram has to say that Shah Yerusha's Menichem also Kim in Hagam. Why does he have to say that? They'll do what they do. Meaning the point is, meaning if the point that the, that the Ram is trying to make is that there are no Dina Yerusha other than a father, so okay, of course they'll do what they do, but that's not a din that they'll do what they do. So uh, Nafkamina, uh, he suggests, is that, he, that he's a Yorish and, he's, and, he, and it's also Ligzol Menu. But if he has no Ben, that's not, so he doesn't have a Yorish Menat Torah, then the Chasim could be Hefker, because Kenich Sehagai. So that's, uh, that's what he concludes when he doesn't have a Ben, that's right, Liyosho, we don't do the Seder Nachlos, and they're Hefker. However, the Mincha Shloma writes that no, according to the Rambam, even by a guy, all the Yerushas are Midaraisa. Nafkamina between Yerushas Ben and other Yerushas is that only by Nachlas Ben is uh, given to them Minat Torah, and the Seichel HaEnoshi cannot be Mafkia that din. But when it comes to Shar Yorshim, they have the ability to decide to channel that Yerusha Minat Torah. I mean, there's going to be Yerusha, whatever, however the Yerusha breaks down is going to be uh, Minatora, but they have the right to, to choose what that Seder Nachlos can be, because we don't, uh, we don't dictate the Seder Nachlos. But there should be Nachla, there should be Yerusha, and it's not Hefker, it's not something that Kolokodem is, uh, is Zoha. In Rabbi Chaman, it brings a riot to the Rambam that by Sharmar Lichen, by Sharmar Rishin, we follow Minhagam, and it doesn't have the din of Seder Yerusha of Yisrael from the fact that by Avram Avinu, it says Vine Ben Basi Yoreshosi that Eliezer was going to Yorish him even though he had a nephew, he had Lot Ben Achiv. So that's a makor for the Rambam that uh, after the son, if you don't have a son, then it's Kimin Hagam. Then you do whatever they decide to do. That was the uh, the Raya. It's an interesting Raya because by Avram Avinu, which we just use as the basis of uh, of Yerushas Yisrael, right now we're using as uh, as a Yerushas uh, Yerushas Nachri. Okay, so um, we use it as a basis of Yerushas Nachri also in the Gemara. It's uh, tricky. Okay, so now it says the Gemara Tan Rabbanu. There are several differences between the Yetziah of an Eved Ivri and the Yetziah of an Amma Ivriya. Yesh be'ivri she'en be'ivriya v'yesh be'ivriya she'en be'ivri. And what are those dinim? Yesh be'ivri she'hu yotzei b'ashanim. And Eved Ivri goes out after six years, ubi yovel, and he goes out by yovel, ubi misasadon, if the master dies, he goes free, ma'she'en ke'en be'ivriya. As opposed to an Amma Ivriya doesn't have any of these, uh, any of these dinim. The Rashba raises the question, why doesn't it mention uh, Ritziah also among the things that only apply to an Eved and not to an Amma. So he suggests that the Bryce is only listing those things that the Ebed is Yotzeh V'cheirus by Ritzia. It's the opposite. So he's not Yotzeh V'cheirus. He stays in Avdus by Ritzia. So that's why we're not going to mention Ritzia over here. Okay. V'yesh Ivriya and Nami Ivriya has certain things that don't apply to an Ebed Ivri. Ivriya Yotzeh B'simanim. That Nivriya is Yotzeh B'simanim. And V'enenim Karis Vinishnis. She 
cannot be sold the second time. And also will we'll be poder her from the Avdus uh, against his will. The Gemara is going to discuss against whose will, Balkarcho of who, Mashain can be Ivri, but none of those things apply to an Ivri. So now let's analyze each of those things. So the first thing that we said about the difference between Evid Ivri and Ami Ivriya was the most surprising because it's against everything we said until now, right? Omar Mar, we just said, that there are things about an Ivri that, uh, that don't apply to an Ami Ivriya, that an Evid Ivri goes free after six years and he goes free at Yovel and he goes free with Misa Sadon and Nami Ivriya goes free with none of those things. Rimini says, well, what are you talking about? Uh, it's against our Mishnah. Our Mishnah mentioned the ways that Nevid is Yotzi Lecheris on Yadalim base, and we said, Yisera Olav Ivriya Shekona Atzma B'Simanim. That in addition to all of those ways of going free, that Nami Ivriya also has, she additionally gets the ability to go free with Simanim. So it's a direct steer to what the Bryce says that Nami Ivriya doesn't go free. B'Shanim, B'Yovel, B'Misa Sa'adam. The Rashma points out the Gemara could have asked. You know, even better. Forget about the Mishnah. It's a pasuk. Ki yimachar l'cha ha'ivri o ha'ivriya va'avad shanim. Right? It says beferish in the pasuk. Ha'ivri o ha'ivriya. And they work for six years. Then they go free. So why are we asking for the Mishnah? Okay, so we're asking for the Mishnah because all of the Dine Yitzia are collected in one place in the Mishnah. So it's a clearer kasha from the Mishnah. But it's mamish against the pasuk. So it says, Am Rav Sheshes, Kigon Shia Ada. So Rav Sheshes says, No steer between the Mishnah and the Bryce. So the Bryce is talking about a case where the Adon did Yiyud, which means he was Mekadesh, the, the Amma. So uh, therefore, uh, she's now considered like his wife. And once she's his wife, she's not going to go free. Bishanim, Biyovel, or Beget. The Mishnah is talking about a case where she's just regular Amaivriya, and he never took her as a wife. So Ya'ad Pshita, Kitabaya. Yeah, but if he took her as a wife, then obviously she doesn't go free. Bishanim, Biyovel, She needs a get. So Ma'adatema, Loli Batla, Hilchasamina. I would have thought that once, since initially her father sold her to the Adon, Bitoras, Amaivriya, even after the Yehud, she still maintains, retains those dinim, and she's able to uh, to leave his rishos b'shanim b'yovel b'simanim, even uh, without receiving a get. So kamash and that's why the Brisa tells me that that's not true. She's like any other Jewish woman that uh, who's married, and the only way to end that is is through a get. But if that's the case, that the Brisa is talking about a case where he did Yehud, we said that Nami Ivriya goes out with Simanim. What is that? That's true of a wife. She's already his wife. She goes free with Simanim. So says Marana Hachikamar. The Bryce is talking about two cases. First, the Bryce is talking about a case if there's Yehud, she does not go free. Then we say if there's no Yehud, then she goes free with uh, Simanim. Then another thing we said in the Bryce is that a unique thing about Nami Ivriya that you don't have by Nevid Ivri is she cannot be sold twice, where Nevid Ivri can be sold twice. So ask Maral the clear implication of the Bryce more than an implication, it's befeirish, that inevitably can be sold twice. Vatanya, but we have a brisa that darshans a pasuk where the pasuk says so It says so that you sell him for his geneva. So we're 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 from that pasuk three things. So we darshan that if he has to pay uh, if if he has money enough money to pay the keren he just doesn't have enough money to pay the kefel we're not going to sell him just to uh, sell the just to pay the kefel that we sell him so but if he owes money because 
he became an Eidzomim about a Dine Mom in his case, and that's why he owes the money. But it's not because he did any uh, crime of stealing. His only crime was Eidus. So we're not going to sell him for that. And the third drush is, once he's sold once, he can't be sold again. So apparently, you see clearly the Bryce never is not sold twice. And that's a stira to the Bryce that we just quoted, that, that we started with, which said that only an Amivriya cannot be sold twice, but an Evadivri can be sold twice. Tosa Rush raises the question, why isn't the Gemara simply Miyashiv the stira, that the Bryce that says that an Evadivri is Nimkra Vanishna, is talking about a person who sold himself as an Evad. And that's not uh, knowing by an Amma, because uh, even though she could sell herself, but she can't be uh, sold twice. Whereas the Brysa that, uh, that, that says that is it not Nimkra Vanishnis, is talking about Machru Bezdin Bignei Vasov. So that's what Tosa Rush leaves that as a Tzarech Iyun, why the Gemara doesn't just make the Chiluk between a Mochar and a Machru Bezdin over here. The Ritva's Miyashiv, that from the Lushen of the Brysa, Masha'ein came to Ivri, it sounds like that there is no Evid Ivri that is, uh, that, that, that is not Nimkra Vanishna, meaning that any Evid Ivri will be eligible to be Nimkra Vanishna. So it wouldn't uh, satisfy us to give such an answer. So the Gemara suggests two answers. Answer number one, Amar Avalokasha. Not a steer between the Bryces. The price that says that an Evadivri cannot be sold twice is if he sold uh, one t- if he stole rather one time just a large amount of money and there's not a, he doesn't have enough value to be to pay back that full amount of money by being sold once. So we sell him into slavery, he'll work six years, then we'll sell him again, he'll work another six years, and through the two sales that will pay back his uh, you know his the money that he owes. Whereas the price that says that an Evadivri uh, um, that so. so I'm sorry, the Bryce, that the Bryce says that it cannot be sold twice, tells us that we don't do that. For a single Geneva, we're not going to sell them twice. Whereas Kan Bishte Genevos, the Bryce that says that the Nevedivri is sold twice, it's if he commits another crime, and then he needs to be sold again. So good, so then we'll sell them again. So I'm like, so Tuva Mashma. So Abaye says, but is that true? The word so could be explained to, to be uh, talking about even many Genevos, because we find in a lot of places that it's the Derek of the Pasuk to call Rabbin Belashon so Abayi is moda to Rava that there's some sort of chilik between Geneva Achas and Shnei Genevos but he asks that in the case where he, where he stole twice from the same person and we bring him to one Hamada Bedin about both uh, episodes of Geneva so that should be viewed as a single Geneva because it's the derech of the Pasuk to refer to multiple Genevos Belashon Yachid so Mela in such a case he should still only be sold once so Abayi says I agree that there is a case where it's separate enough where the two Genevos are separate enough that it'll be sold twice, but not the case that you gave, not the case where he stole from the same person twice and he has one Ahmad Abedin. That we're not going to sell him twice for. If he stole from one person, I don't care how many times he stole from that one person, but if he stole from one person, he's only sold once. But if he stole from two different people, then he can be sold twice. So that's how Abaye is Miyashiv. Uh, let's say he stole a thousand zoos and he's only worth 500 zoos when they sell him that's, that's the profits they're going to make is 500 zoos nimkar v'chosev nimkar he could be sold a second time in order to pay back the full price gnevo chamesh meos v'shava elef what if he stole 500 but he's worth a thousand eno nimkar klav then he doesn't get sold at all as an eved and we'll see soon why, why that is and that's the that, that's the shita the chavim the Rambam writes in Hilchus Geneva that 
that if uh, the Karen of the Geneva was 100 Zuz and the Evid is worth 101 Zuz, then he's Eino Nimkar, then he's not sold. And Chaschinuch just points out, it doesn't sound that way from Rashi. Rashi writes that if the schar of the avoda of Sheishanim is Pishnayim of the Shivoy HaGeneva, then he doesn't get sold. So it sounds like it's got to be double, but if he's worth just a bit more, then he would get sold. So it seems like it's machlokus between Rashi and the Rambam. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Nimkar, Nimkar. Wow, Rabbi Eliezer says, if he's worth exactly the amount that he uh, stole, then he gets sold. But if his value is either a little bit more or a little bit less than the amount that he stole, then he's not going to be uh, sold. So in either case, whether he's worth a thousand and the Gneva was five hundred, or the reverse, in either of those cases, he will not be sold. So Rabbi the Rabbanan, that Rabbi Lazar is more correct than the Rabbanan. Why does everyone agree that if he stole five hundred and he's worth a thousand, that he doesn't get sold? Pasuk says that he's Nimkar, which implies entirely, and not, uh, and you don't sell half of him, I mean, you don't sell him for just three years. If six years of work would be double the amount that he owes, so you don't sell him for three years of work. You don't sell him just to pay back. So, but by the same token, you can make the drasha, Nimkar Nimkar that he gets sold to pay off the entirety of the Geneva, but he doesn't get sold to pay off Chatsi Geneva. Then we said, that one of the things about an Amma Ivriya is that we're Mafta Balkarcho. So, Balkarcho, Balkarche da Adon. Rava initially thought that it means that if the Adon doesn't want to accept Pidyon for her, we, we don't pay attention to him and we do it anyway. So I'm like, my new to star adame. What does that mean? That you're gonna write a star? I mean if you have the money, of course you could buy her back. But let's say you don't have the money. So it means I'm gonna write an IOU to the other and now I'm gonna free her. So am I not good Marganisa Biyadavihaspa? He had this gem. He had something that had actual value and now he gets a promise. You know, he gets in exchange for that a promise that in the future I'll pay you. Uh star is a chaspa, it's a shard. It has no inherent value. You're just hoping that uh, that you'll be able to Collect with it, right? As Gemara and Daftes said that a star is, uh, is a chasp. It's worth. It could be written on something pops me shav pruta. So that, that that wouldn't be fair. Ella Amar Abayi Balkarche Dav. Now, when we say that we're pod Balkarche, it means even if the father doesn't want to be pod his daughter, but he has the means to do so. We the other family members can force him to do so. Mishum Begamishbacha, because they say it's embarrassing that our family member is uh, is an Amivri. It's terrible. Ihachi. If that's the case, have delivery naminich b'nei Mishbacha. Mishum Begamishbacha. Well, why don't we do the same thing by Nevedivri. Why can't we force uh, uh, the the uh, the mishpacha to be podahim because of the pagam mishpacha? The uh, the ritva says who, who who's going to force? Meaning if the mishpacha doesn't want to be podahim, so who's forcing the mishpacha to be? Pod? Meaning by the amivriya, there's the father who's clearly in the driver's seat, and then there's the rest of the mishpacha. But by the Nevedivri, it's just the mishpacha. There's no uh, there's no father that has any extra power. So so the ritva says the obvious answer. Some bnei mish- they have a family meeting, and there's a debate. Some of the B'nai Mishpacha say this is busy this. You know, we, uh, we're, we're living in a mansion or whatever, and we have this guy that's, uh, you know, this family member. It's Bizayun. And the other family members say, hey, he deserves it. Let him, let him suffer. What he, uh, you know, I'm not going to bail him out again. So, uh, so, so that's the question. Can the B'nai Mishpacha force the other B'nai Mishpacha? So says Gemara, the reason why that it's not going to help when the Krovim are pulled to him is Hadar Azil Maz Since he's in Evadivri, he's just going to go back and sell himself again to make a few extra bucks. So Sachanami says Gemara, but by the Amevri also, what does it help to force the Av to be pulled to her? Hadar Azul Mazmila, the father can go right back and sell her again. 
No, he can't. Because Sakatani ain't in him carries finishness. Remember, he can't sell her twice. So once she's been sold, he's not going to be able to sell her twice. Umani, and who's the town of the Brisa that holds in Nami Ivria cannot be sold twice? Rabbi Shimon, he detanya. The Brisa says, Machlokas Tanaim, about what a father can do as far as the daughter is concerned. Tanakama holds Mokhradim's Bitol Ishus Vishona. A father can, can be, give his daughter over for Kiddushin, and if she's Nisalman or Nisgarsha, after the Kiddushin, he can do it again. He can give her over to a different man. Lishivchus Vishona. He can sell her into Shivchus, and if she's free, he can do it again. Lishus Achar Shivchus, and he can even give her over as a wife after she got out of her shivchus. Aval lo shivchus The only thing he can't do is if she was already an isha, she already uh, was given over for kedushin, and then she's nesalman or neskarshim and erisin. He will not be able to sell her as a shivcha. That's the tanakama. Rabbi Shimon Omer kishem shein adam mocharas bitol shivchus acharishus kachin adam mocharas bitol shivchus achar shivchus. That uh, shivchus is a one-time deal. That uh, just like you're not able to give her over for shivchus after ishus, you can't give her over for shivchus twice. So the brisa that assumed that a father can't sell his daughter twice, assumes like Rabbi Shimon, this Machlok is Tanakam, and Rabbi Shimon is arguing in the, in, the, in the same drasha that Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Kiva argue about. Did Tanya, because we have a Brisa, that Darshan's the Pasuk where it says, La'am machra bevigdova. so the, the Rabbi Kiva explains the words bevigdova are a lashon of beged, clothing. And what it means to say is, Kivan Shepiris Talisa Waleha, that once he did Yiud with the Yame Ivriya, he took her as a wife. That's what it means, Peris Talisa Waleha. And then uh, he dies or he divorces her while she's still a Katana. So she goes back to the base of Via. Shuvein Rashi the Mokra. The father can no longer sell her into Abdus because the person cannot sell his daughter for Shivchus Achar Ishus. But if he didn't do Yiud yet, then the father can sell her for Shivchus. Diver Rabbi Akiva. So you see that there is Shivchus Achar Shivchus. That's Rabbi Akiva, like the Sheet of the Chachamim. That shivchus achar shivchus is fine. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, but Rabbi Eliezer says no. Bevigdo is meloshon is is meloshon begida, not meloshon beged. It's meloshon rebellion. Kivet shebagadba. Once the father rebelled against his daughter by selling her to shivchus, shuvein rashi the mochra. He cannot sell her to shivchus again. Ah, so b'maikum meflugi. What's the nekud the samachlokas? Rabbi Eliezer savri yeshem masaris. Rabbi Eliezer says whenever the the, the a word in a pasuk could be read a certain way. Um, or is, is, is pronounced differently than it's spelled. So we darshan based on the way it is written, and therefore we darshan the word bevigda as loshon begida because uh, the, uh, the the spelling is uh, is 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 not a loshon of uh, of of, uh, of beged. Um, if it would have said if it would have been uh, beged, it would have been bevigda with a yud between the bays and the gimel, right? Bevigda, but it doesn't. It could be read bevagda the way it's spelled. Rabbi Kiva says. Yeah, but we don't read it bevagdo. We read it bevigdo, so we know that it means beged. So it's a question of yeshem lemasar yeshem lemikra. For Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon who disagrees with the chachamim and holds that a father is not allowed to sell his daughter for shivchus acharishus, nor for shivchus achar shivchus. So yeshem lemikra ulemasaris. He holds that when you can darshan the the the, the kri or the ksiv, and they're not so to each other, darshan both of them, and therefore he darshans bevigdo both as far as beged and as far as begida that the father cannot. Sell his daughter, neither for Ishus Achar Shivchus, nor for Shivchus Achar Shivchus. 
that uh, so it's both of them. Um, so uh, so now says more by Rabbi Rabbi Baravua. Last conversation of our daf. Yehud nisunosa o erusunosa. When the other one does yehud, uh, does that mean that she now has kiddushin with him, or does that mean she has nisuin with him? Nafkamina three nafkaminas. Li yarsha only nisua can can the husband yarshner. Ulatamila that uh, only if he if he's a kohen, only if he's nisuater can he become tamiter if she dies. Only Benisuin is he does he have the sole rights of being made for her Nidarin? So my so what's the din? Tashima Raya number one. We said once Yehud is done, so then the father's never gonna be allowed to sell her as a Shivcha again. Sounds like he'll never be able to sell her as a Shivcha again, but at some later point he'll be able to give her over for Kiddushin again. So but if you hold that the Yehud does accomplishes Nisuin, Kibin Denise. Once a girl has Nisuin and she comes, uh, even if the husband dies and she comes back to her father's house, the father loses all rights in her. Once she already had Nisuin, he's not allowed to give her over for, uh, for Kiddushin. From the fact that we say that he's not allowed to sell her for a Shivcha, but he can give her over for Kiddushin, it must be the original Yi who didn't accomplish Nisuin. It only accomplished Erisin. No, maybe the Bryce is not talking about that had yield. It's talking about a person who gave over his daughter for Kiddushin and then the Arus died or the Arus divorced her. And what the Bryce is telling me is when it says it doesn't mean that he did yield. It means that he gave her over for Kiddushin for someone who's going who's to be Chayiv in She'er Ksus. Ksus is Beged. So then then he's not allowed to sell her for Shivcha anymore because the person cannot sell his daughter for Shivchus after he was ready most of her Li'ishus. So says Mar Tashma, let's bring a second Raya. Ein Mokra Lakrovim. That a father is not allowed to sell her to uh, relatives that are that are not allowed to marry her. That uh, because uh, if they're not able to be mekayim the mitzvah of yud, then uh, then there is no shivchas. The sh- she's only eligible to be a shivchas to be an amivria to those for to, uh, whom she, she, she can have yud with. But Rabbi Eliezer says, yeah, you could sell her to krovim as well. Uh, you could sell, you're selling her as an ama. You're not selling her as an isha. Yud is something that a master can sometimes decide to do. But okay, so. If it's a karov, they won't do it. If there's tefisas kedushin, it's only an isra lav. Then everyone agrees you're allowed to sell it as uh, that you could do. Wait a second. How can a girl be an almana and the father is still selling her? If she had previously given herself over for kedushin and she's six years old, almana karila, you call that an almana? That, that's her playing house. That doesn't mean anything. It has no mashmals to it. The Ella de Kitshavia must be that the father had given her over for Kiddushin once. So, but can he go and sell her? Can't give her over for Shivchas after she already had Ishus. The Bryce is talking about a case where the father had previously sold her for an Amma. The Adon did Yiud and then he dropped dead. And now the father wants to sell her for Shivchas again. So the father can sell his daughter for Shivchas Achar Shivchas. Aye, the Adon already did Yiud. So we don't view that as Shivchas Achar Ishus. Rabbi Yosef assumes that when the Adon is Miyai the Amma as an Isha, where is the Kesef Kiddushin? 
he assumes it's not the original purchase price. That's not the Kesef Kedushin. The Kesef Kedushin is the Shibud of Mamun that she still owes him through the future service that she still owes him. So it turns out that the father really didn't give her for Kedushin. The Adon was Mekadish Ramidas Atzmo. And that's why the father's going to be able to sell her again after she's in the Salman and the Skarsha because it's not Shifchas Acharishos. Well, the Amr Nisun also. But if you're going to say that, uh, that the Yir accomplishes Nisuin, I don't care whether the father gave her over the first time, the father didn't give her over the first time. It doesn't matter. If there's Nisuin, the father has no rights in her whatsoever. So says Mar, so Velamai, what do you want to say? Erusin also? You think you're going to solve the problems by saying that Yir only does Erusin, Vishavin, Shemokra, and Rabbi Eleazar and the Chum agree that the father could sell her after the Yud? But uh, you're not allowed to, if she already had Yehud, how could he sell her? So what are you going to have to say anyway? That shiny that there's a chilik between the father giving her for kedushin, where he's not then going to be allowed to give her over as a shivcha, whereas uh, versus when she was nisar so atzma to the adam, where then he will be allowed to sell her afterwards for shivchas. So says no afilutema nisuno. So we could even say that Yehud accomplished. Nisuin, but the father's still able to sell her for shivchas. Shiny nisuin di da, minisuin di avia. I mean, if that's the case, by the same token, we could d- distinguish between her own nisuin and the father's nisuin. So, uh, so, so, if if she's nises meatzma to the adon, maybe the father does not lose the zchus, and he's able to give her over for uh, for 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 uh, for kiddushin again, or to sell her to uh, to somebody else. So, uh, so, so it, maybe we could. We can make that parallel between Kiddushin and uh, Nisuin. That just like by Kiddushin, we're going to distinguish between him giving her over and her giving herself over. By Nisuin, also, maybe we can make that same distinction. Okay, we're right in the middle of the conversation. Alicia's going to pick up tomorrow. I'm going to be away for a few days, so Alicia's going to give the shear tomorrow, Shabbos, and Sunday. Okay, have a good day and a good Shabbos, everybody.